Ready Check Radio. What's up, Internet? You hear the music? It's Thursday. It's 7 p.m. That means it's time for the Relic Grind. Ready Check Radio's Final Fantasy XIV Square Enix podcast. And I guess we had a little bit of stuff go on in the last week. Had the week off due to Thanksgiving last week. But then, like, there was a little something. I think Yoshi P, like, released a statement or something. So I'm sure we'll talk about it. I'm Mike Byrne, your host uh, for today's festivities, if you're listening on Spotify, come on over to readycheckradio.com, R-A-I-D-E-O.com. Uh, Follow all the socials, check it out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and everything. And if you can, make it live like chat here over on twitch.tv slash readycheckradio. We'd love to see you. But, yeah, we've got a little bit of something to cover on the 14 front and some uh, other Square Enix news, including... Avengers, but we'll get to it all on the line to do it with me. Here we go. Let's get started, gentlemen. Start your engines. Mr. Chris Montoya, a.k.a. Tarkoth, how are you, sir? Greetings, programs. I am doing fantabulous. Uh, the statement wasn't, it was pretty insignificant. I'm really not sure why we're talking about it. But yeah, not, you know, we got to fill the time. It was a little something. It was a little something. And I, little something. I had like 45 minutes to an hour to kill. So I was like, yeah, we'll talk about yeah, it. Sure, why not? We'll just talk. I don't even know why he's here. There's not a lot to talk about. Mr. Adam Lane, a.k.a. Kronos, how are you? Yeah, I promise I'm not a different person. What happened there? It's all gone, dude. It got annoying, so I shaved it. What a baby face. It's my 5.4 beard. I don't think I have ever known you without the beard. Yeah, I know. Most of the time when I go to tournaments, I always have it, so you've probably never seen me. Yeah, I don't think I've ever. Are you allowed to buy this beard? All right, so all joking aside, gents, yes, live letter 61, for those of you that can't read Roman numerals, L50X10I1, LXI61, did uh, happen last Friday, so we even if we had a show, we wouldn't have talked about it because it was the next morning. It's bright and early United States time. It was 6 a.m., uh, roughly 6 a.m. when it started here on the East Coast for uh, uh, Adam and myself. Uh, Screw you. Tark, for you, it was 3 in the morning for you. You had just finished streaming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> dude streams till like all hours. Uh, I, yeah, I got one and a half hours of sleep. Yeah, so I wanted to ask this, though, first, before like we get into content of the live letter. Like, how do you watch it? Are you, are you a watch it live, read the Reddit translation as it's going? And by the way, they're doing the Lord's work there. Um a bunch of community members doing translations live in real time in, in a number of places. Uh, and so thank you to, to those that can do that. My Rosetta Stone for Japanese is still sitting on the shelf. Um, <laughs> but are you a watcher of that? Do you go to somebody else's stream where they're just kind of maybe chit-chatting, doing an informal podcast-type video, watching it and, and doing translations? Do you read it later like uh, chronos what type of watcher are you were you up at 6 a.m watching this and if so how i was this time uh so it really depends on the patch for me i think uh the raid patches i'm pretty much always up when they go live uh so because i want to see anything i can see um are you watching somebody else's or are you watching so, square enixes and like have reddit translations open i typically watch the official stream 
uh, on Twitch, and then I pull up the Discord where they do the live translations, and I just watch the text scroll while I'm watching the video. It's usually what I do. Tarkoth, you the same same kind of beast? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty much right in line with uh, Kronos. Uh, I'll, I'll watch the raid patch ones because that's the most content that I'm interested in. Um, I, I did was up at 3 in the morning. Um, I didn't watch the official one. I actually was on uh, Work to Game and hanging out with Xandri and Brian there, and uh, that was uh, good times there. Over with the ginger himself, huh? Good ginger. Big fan, big fan, big fan. Um, yeah, I'm kind of... It depends on the patch, too. Um, more and more, I am not up at 6 a.m. for that. You know, <laughs> I'm just like, I, I love video games, but I also don't want to get up at 6 in the morning. Um, but it depends on the patch. This one, I was not. I got up and I went through the completed translations while... Uh, watching the the live in Japanese, so uh, took my sleep, but then caught up on it just a few hours later. So, but sometimes, yeah, I'll do the six a.m. Uh, I've done it before. I'm sure I'll do it again. Uh, the big news, obviously, the release date, December eighth. No surprises for anybody on this panel. That was nope. our long time prediction for this. Uh, getting this yeah, bad boy on Tuesday, December eighth. Yeah, not even the live letter. We we saw the tombstone exchange and we're like, mm, December eighth. Mm. <laughs> then we saw yeah. the live letter scheduled and we're like, mm, yeah, December eighth. <laughs> yep. Uh, that's one thing. If they're not anything else, they are reasonably consistent uh, on the timing of things. Something we'll talk about a little later when it comes to the raid, actually. Um, now right. let's let's start. I think we'll start where the tr the live letter itself started. Uh, we'll show the trailer here while we're chatting because that's where <laughs> things kicked off. Not only was the trailer its usual badass self, uh, which we've come to expect from these trailers, leaving a lot of mystery and and maybe teasing things along the way. Yoshi P and team are notorious for stuff like this. Now, I don't want to let the whole show here turn into a trailer deep dive um, in, in a frame-by-frame analysis of what is this what could this be does that look like this place but there were a few things that i i'm sure you gentlemen want to mention as well uh so we'll we'll get to that if you want to see a full trailer deep dive of course uh mr happy did one uh it's like half an hour long uh to check it out frame by frame if you do want to do that type of analysis and i'm sure all three of us have done our own analysis of that we're just not going to let the show turn into that uh, but Kronos, we'll start with you because you were the one that noticed I had it queued up for B-roll, but did not have it in the show notes because my brain got ahead of myself while I was typing the show notes. So I'm assuming based on you saying, hey, where's the trailer? Uh, there were a few things you wanted to chat about or bring up. So we'll we'll start with you first. There was a lot, actually. Uh, so before the trailer like came out, because I mean, the trailer is obviously the thing most people are excited for to see. There's usually a lot in the trailer, and they usually hide a lot of things in there. Um, but uh, there was a thing that can't like a rumor had come out before that the bosses were going to be like of the raid were going to be Bahamut and they were going to still do primal stuff. And yeah. so I'm like, please don't be true. And the first thing you see is this thing that looks like Bahamut, and I'm like, oh yeah. no, like <laughs> yeah. this sucks. But then the more that I looked into stuff and the more that people were like looking in the trailer, it turned out that that wasn't the case at all. Uh, it looks like that we don't even know what that is. Yeah, to be honest, it might be Bahamut or some form of him. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like a Bahamut exoskeleton modified in in a lot of ways. 
yeah. and where it appears on the map or, or in the cutscene clearly kind of was like, okay, this is not part of the raid because it's in the menagerie if, yep. you, if you look at the cutscene yeah. closely. So, yeah, kind of... Yeah, I, I think that's going to be part more of the Fan Daniel storyline. I think that's yeah, probably going to play Yeah, it should be MSQ. The other big thing that I just want to touch on is uh, we thought it was La Habrea, but it's not. Um, the in, oh, yeah, in the, in the key art. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's Matron, which is an Asian that we thought was dead. Yep. Um, now, whether or not he is dead or not, we don't know. Could be a lot of things. But I thought that that was another interesting thing in the trailer, too. Yeah, and there's still, and we mentioned this when we did the key art and we kind of pulled that out of there, that there's still an awful lot we don't know about Gaia, both past and present. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that Asians fall into that storyline mm -hmm. at some point in some way. We just aren't aware of it yet. So it was interesting to see in the key art at the time. Yep. Mm -hmm. Tarkoth, what about you here? What do you want to spotlight? Uh, I, I love that Neo Bahamut. Um, it, it's a, like a cross, um, take Final Fantasy X, and you got the wings of Bahamut from Ten and Ivray. I kind of didn't like it. I'm like the exact opposite I, of you. I, I, I liked it. Uh, it's nice and dark. I, I was like, ooh, I love Bahamut. I don't know. Um, it just looked like it had like cheese curls on its wings. <laughs> that's that's what Bahamut uh, in Ten looks like. It's kind of got this. It looks like a furry plumage. cheese curl. <laughs> <laughs> it, it might have something to do with Nidhogg too. Some Maybe. people have said that. It so. could have that too, yeah. yeah. It could be a amalgamation of problems that we fought. Um and then seeing Emerald and all his epic gloriness is gonna be super sweet. I love that. I wanna see the move set. Because it was very yeah. like it looked like it was very Final Fantasy Seven Emerald inspired, like the art, the oh, yeah. the model itself. And so I want to see its move set and, and see if they're just kind of going off on their own, if they're like an homage, or if they're just straight ripping it from Seven. Uh, I think that's going to be interesting. I, they ju I just saw in the trailer out of the corner of my eyes the one thing that I'm like, in most of the time, being as ingrained in Final Fantasy as I, as I am, and, and you gentlemen are the same, it's like you see something and you're like, hmm, I've seen that somewhere. Oh, yeah, okay. I think that goes here. This is probably going to go here. We could piece together most of this stuff. On the last show, that one boss, all three of us were like, I don't know, a Pokemon? <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, exactly. But in this in this trailer, too, lots of very lab experimenty looking places and those beacons. I have mm, no yeah. clue. No clue what those beacons are. I mean, I'm, I'm imagining it's MSQ because we are going back to some previous mm -hmm. zones. In fact, we, we were right about uh, the Castrum is in the background for the Cape Westwind trial. So, it, you know, things are coming back to some of the original zones of Eorzea for a little bit. But these beacons, new. We haven't seen anything quite like these in, in previous patches. So I'm very, very curious where that part of this stuff goes, Kronos. I have a theory. Do you really? Um, Go for it. Me too. Yeah. So I think with all you see in the cutscenes and stuff, you see like Burl Webb talking to... Welcome back, um, by the way. Welcome yeah. back, yeah. Burl Webb. So, so there's a lot... It seems like there's a, they're going back and they're doing a lot of stuff with like older primals, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm, and I'm thinking that the towers that are just like come out of nowhere are somehow related to this Bahamut-looking thing. Um, and somehow, I guess, Fan Daniel is probably using some kind of eat, like eat Aether to like summon him in that way. I, I don't know for sure, but that's where like my gut is. 
is that it has something to do with older primals and some kind of aether there, and he's using it to summon this thing. That, that's enough. my theory. Tark? I think they're aether batteries pointed to the moon. So we're going to yes. bring down seven, eight more Dalamoods. We're, we're just going to keep we're, bludgeoning we're the shit the out of the planet with moon. To Zodiac. And that's how we get our calamity. Oh, so you're 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 thinking not receiving, sending. Okay, yeah, sending, I got you. I got you. To I the moon. You. Let's yeah. go. I mean, Zodiac is out <laughs> there somewhere. I don't know necessarily just off the, On the planet. Moon. Let's go to the moon. <laughs> I mean, we're kind of dealing with multiple universes in our storyline right now. Uh, yeah. All in all, the trailer I gets a huge thumbs up from me. Um, it is beautiful, of course. There's so many little things in there. We kind of get a little bit of the Matoya uh, dungeon feel of what's going on there. Not really what's going on, but who's who are certain players involved. There's so much small stuff in here and big stuff in here. Again, if you want to check out a full video of it, Happy did a nice one. Of course, he always does, so you can go check that out. Others have done their uh, their homework, their analysis as well, and although I... Don't agree with all of Happy's analysis. I'm sure sometime we'll we'll talk about it <laughs> behind the scenes. We usually do. Uh, big thing besides Emma. Oh, sorry, Tark. You had something. I was just gonna say I I loved older Matoya's little slight to Yustola <laughs> about how it shouldn't be a problem for this great sorceress Matoya. Yeah, yeah, just a little awesome. sounds like a little barb, a little barb. Uh, okay, so I know the what the three of us are the most excited for raid tier, right? New yes. raid tier, new raid tier, new raid tier. Yes. Uh, and we did get a taste of the new Eden raid tier. Uh, a couple of the levels, actually. We didn't get all of them, but even the ones that we didn't get direct information or images for, we got a little, you know, a little tease. Uh, so first off, we did see some art for the first boss. And while I know some of us were thinking, let's, uh, let's go with Ultimecia here at some point, uh, we're not kicking things off, apparently, with Ultimecia now. We are kicking them off with uh, somebody we know. Somebody we yeah, know. Puff, the Puff, the Great Puff of Darkness, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, we're seeing. I mean, I mean, cloud of darkness. We're seeing the cloud of darkness, formerly of Final Fantasy three fame, also of uh, Crystal Tower fame. This is the human form, though. Uh, mm -hmm. So we got the sexy legs, Kronos, uh, that Cloud of Darkness is known for, of course, and the eighty percent not covering my body outfit uh, that Cloud of Darkness is known for. And we got to watch Yoshi P take it on a little bit. Saw some mechanics. They were really like Yoshi P is always very careful, right? When he's teasing this stuff about showing certain things, not showing certain things. But like there were times when he was doing some of these demos, particularly this one, where the camera was just face straight down. <laughs> <laughs> like he was not even giving you a glimpse of around the room. Like all of a sudden, all these lasers shot through the room or these light beams shot through the room, and his camera was aimed straight down to the point that you could not see where those things were coming from, if there was something floating out there, if it was from the walls, there was some floor mechanic. Like, he's, he's a blast to watch do this stuff. <laughs> but Cloud of Darkness, honestly, I'm going to say not one I expected to be 
a boss here. Uh, just personally, I did not expect it. Did it surprise you, Kronos, or did you kind of see this one coming? Uh, definitely surprising. Uh, I was expecting like more eight theme stuff, uh, just in general, and to see like a Final Fantasy three boss thrown back in there um, seemed kind of weird. I'm not gonna steal any of Tark's thunder because I know he has like a whole theory about stuff. He'll probably talk about that in a second. But uh, so like I know the thing that was I thought was the coolest just based on what he did was um, like the platform stuff that he did show. I'm really excited to see what they actually do with that because I like to see like different stuff that they actually try in the raid. Yeah. And having the falling platforms and what looks to be almost like pressure plate type stuff where if you stand too long in one place, you're going to get destroyed. Yeah, there was kind of like a light, like a light, uh, pulsing light timer mm -hmm. going on while they were standing on the things too. Yeah. Yeah, my hope is that that causes the platforms to fall and changes the arena based on how, where you stand. I think that would be really cool. Like a, um, I'm like assuming trigger that one to go down, one comes up right, somewhere else type right. deal. And then I, I think you can kind of see it in the trailer, but she'll do like a move that just like kind of covers the entire arena and then it looks like it almost resets it. So I'm assuming they're going to respawn at some point. Yeah. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see. I'm really excited to see the Savage version of that for sure. Tark? It looks so good. It does. I, it really I, does. It, does. it really does. Um, yeah, I think we all went in thinking, okay, it's going to be, you know, eight themed. We're going to end with And, and there, was, there was eight music. Yeah, there's been eight music in in the raids. Um, well, no, even in this in the in yeah, this clip, you could yeah, hear the yeah. yeah, you could hear the eight yeah. music in the background there. Yeah, um, but you know, really looking deep into the the backgrounds, this we're on the thirteenth in this fight. Like, Cloud of Darkness is not coming out to us. We're going to it. So I'm not sure what's going on. Um, I'm excited that my expectations have been turned on its head because uh, now I I have no idea what's going to go on um, other than um, the uh, Matrone being alive, I don't know if it was that they didn't kill him, heal her properly, or if this is the thirteenth version of Matron. Because you know, it, other than the three big ones, um, they're just copies uh, for all the Asians. So hype. Continuing with the, we totally predicted these bosses and <laughs> <laughs> or lack thereof. Second boss is, uh, yeah, it's a Cerberus type looking enemy very three-headed dogish type enemy so yeah totally not ultimecia either uh so that's one out second one out we're gonna talk about the final one in, in a moment here uh the one we don't know uh about a lot is the third boss the fourth boss we know is a new boss designed specifically by uh, Tetsuya Nomura. Now, original translations of this one were a little weird. The, I saw conflicting translations on what was being said about this final boss. Was it a new boss, or was it new art for a boss? Yeah, that was my question, too. Yeah. So I, 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 I saw conflicting matter. conflicting translations initially. As, as the week went on... I started to see more and more fleshed out as this was a new boss. But I'm still at the mercy of translations, and I'm glad that both of you said this too because I felt like I'm kind of losing my mind. I don't know. Is this a totally new boss, or is this a new look, a totally new look for a boss? Uh, either way, a new boss design of some type from Tetsuya Nomura. So what do you two gentlemen think? I... Kind of disappointed by the the second Cerberus boss. It almost feels like we needed a boss, and 
hey, look, yeah, we haven't used the dogs yet, so let's put the dogs in there. Uh, not saying that it won't it won't fit and I'll end up liking it anyway. I liked Omega when very few people didn't, even though initially I was like, this, this is dumb. Uh, so I may end up liking this too, but I was kind of disappointed by that. I, I do want to, I'm very curious about the final boss and let's hold off on the third boss for a second because as progression raiders, I want to get your opinions on something when we, when we get to that. So just your opinions on second boss, Cerberus style and third, are we going to see a new skin on somebody we know or are we going to see a totally new boss Tarkov uh, I think on the second boss on its surface level it seems like it's a throwaway boss but I guess that all depends on the story and if it they make it fit um, yeah it's another dog boss it, it does seem like it's a little bit different take because all the, the heads are kind of fused into one so it seems kind of a grotesque version of it um, as far as the whole theme, I like that. the I think this is all void themed. Um, and even the gear that we're getting seems to be void themed. Um, so I'm kind of thinking maybe this is going to be our last boss is Ultimisia, but like void infused. So it's just going to be a new take, I feel. Chrono's sitting there just thinking. Huh. <laughs> yeah, uh, so the Cerberus, <laughs> thing, I, I can't say I wasn't like a sl slightly disappointed. I was kind of expecting, again, like I wanted more Final Fantasy VIII stuff. And like while Cerberus is I in did Final too. Fantasy VIII. I did too. Um, That's why as this got further and further along, I was like, aw, aw. Yeah, aw. like I'm not upset about it. And it looks like it could be interesting. It almost reminds me of like a um, like a Final Fantasy thirteen behemoth, the way like it stands up and grabs its sword. Um, if you remember that mm -hmm. from that game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh and but I'm with Tark too. I, I'm still firmly drawn in the sand. I I'm pretty sure it's still Ultimisia. It's just a no more version. Like that's kind of just I, I still think it's her. Or it's something totally different. It could be. It but depends I, on I whose translation you read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So third boss uh in Eden, by the way. I wanted to segregate. We don't know anything about it except a few details about concepts not what it looks like who it is or anything like that but i almost laughed when yoshi p said this because he said this before um referring to the savage version of of the raid that when he was talking about the fourth boss being very difficult uh and that the black mage in particular is not gonna like that fight which just made me go yay <laughs> uh, as a black mage slash red mage main. Uh, yeah, I wasn't exactly thrilled. But he referred to the third fight as a prog stopper. Mm -hmm. As a prog stopper. Now, he's done this before, and I thought he would have learned <laughs> that when he's done this before and it gets taken down in 48 hours and then starts getting taken down by a lot more in the next 48 hours, not just your top-tier, you know, free companies, but uh, that you wouldn't go out and say things like this, but then all of a sudden he goes out and says this again about essentially, what, turn three of, mm -hmm. of Eden. And, oh, and by the way, I mean, I guess, you know what, I'll take the Cerberus dog uh, instead of, like, the original Bahamut turn three. Like, I'll definitely take that as a throwaway. <laughs> Give me the Cerberus fight. That's fine. Um, I, this it's not going to be a prog stopper. Come on. So 
unless they put light rampant in in or something <laughs> of that nature <laughs> into that fight, as it's yeah, whatever. Well, the comment it's, for me, I'm, the comment for me, right, is I I'm actually I was surprised because I thought this tier was going to just be easier, honestly, because I felt like Shiva was kind of too hard for a lot of people, um, for the savage version. Um, and and the, honestly, the third fight last year was kind of a joke, if you were like yeah. somewhat yeah. good at the game. So I'm really hoping that. And and honestly, Leviathan even too wasn't that hard, so I'm kind of hoping they amp up the third fight, and maybe that's what he's like alluding to. Because I mean, yeah, the world first people are gonna probably still clear within 24 hours. I'm, I'm sure. May maybe it takes them two days. Because um, I know Shiva, I think, took a little bit over a day, and and that was the longest one since like Gordius or something, or maybe Midas. I think Midas might have taken longer. You just but you just gotta go. Stop saying like even Blizzard yeah. does this shit yeah. too. Like all well, game companies do this stuff. Yeah. But at what point you just like stop, stop you remember, saying I think, that? I think when T was released, he was like, I don't know if anybody will ever clear. Yeah. This, I think is what he said. Like, and really? uh, yeah, I mean, why did you put a twister mechanic in there but have it not function <laughs> as it was originally designed to function again? <laughs> but I do, I do hope it's hard. Like it, it does give me a little bit of faith that like maybe it's harder than last year, which I think is cool because I, I don't know, I want to beat my head against the wall a little bit. That's part of the fun. I love a challenge. <laughs> I, I love. I love sitting I there challenge. not wanting to talk to my healers in real life anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's what makes the game great, <laughs> dude. If it gets to that point, you gotta take a break. It's gotta be like, let's let's go. Everybody go to the bathroom. Like, Smoke them if you got them, as I say. Uh, That's how I got my first clear. Did you did you guys have any like? Um. So they said they said you know the normal and the savage uh, same time. Um. Mm. Yeah. But they are talking about in the future not having that be the case anymore. Would you guys be okay with that? Super stoked about it. Yeah, I think it's better to do it that way. Absolutely. Um, there, there's a multitude of reasons, right? Uh, first is it lets people enjoy the story, right? Because you're gonna mm -hmm. have people like me and Tark probably are gonna go on log on Tuesday, and we're gonna have to like zoom through the normal mode so that we can unlock the savage, and then we're probably gonna have to repeat it because we want to get like our four or actually our five, whatever, five, ten pieces to make sure we have, the, like, whatever we can for raid. So it kind of stops that rush. It gives a little bit of, like, time in between. And then also, if you're going to make class changes, which I know we're going to talk about in a second, Oh yeah. I think you want that spread out from your Savage. Because, I mean, what Savage, what, like, legit Savage Raider right now is going to take Monk in on Tuesday? They don't even know exactly what it's going to be yet honestly i've kind right. of always been amazed that final fantasy hasn't already done this because like so well, many they do it they're, right they're, they, they do it at the beginning of the expansion yeah right but it's not not the the subsequent tiers right uh, exactly. after that which exactly. has always seemed exactly. weird to me like you do it initially and final fantasy 14 has always prided itself on right learning from other mmos right being open right. to what works and like wow learned this lesson a long time ago I think maybe they're time ago. They weigh like the hype factor of the new, yeah, kind of high. I think they want to like kind of like. And there's no that doubt that it makes thing. the patches feel fuller. Mm -hmm. Like the individual patch itself, the five threes, the five fours, the five fives, the late the late patch cycle patches. It makes them feel fuller of content. Look, we got the normal version and we got the savage version, uh, rather than releasing two patches you know a few weeks a month apart whatever their their timeline is going to be and having them just very uh on the smaller side basically cut in half you know uh, fine i get it but yeah 
the, I'm kind of amazed that they haven't done this a while ago, and they're not doing it for this one either. This is still going to be same time, Tark. Uh, yep. But they have at least acknowledged we've heard the complaints. We'll we'll consider that as far as future scheduling goes. Yeah, we've been saying it for a couple of years. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you finally hear the complaints now? Come on, Yoshi, let's do this. <laughs> All right, you alluded to class buffs. Let's get to that uh, and class reworks. Uh, not too much to talk about on other classes right now. They did confirm uh, buffs to Dragoon, Scholar, Bard, Red Mage, they didn't go into particulars as far as numbers, but you can expect to be doing a little more damage with some of your abilities, so I'd imagine some potencies are going to be played with and increased a little bit across those fronts. The big one was one that we've known was coming. They did provide a little oh. more detail here. I'm sorry, go ahead, Tark. Scholar, yeah. That's the big one. <laughs> yeah, that's the huge one. Uh, they And that's the monk changes. Uh, why they let Yoshi P play, I don't know. Um, but he did play uh, as the the monk to show off some of these changes. Al although he did go under the qualifier of, they called him a white belt monk, and he was just thrilled that they let him have a belt uh, at all. <laughs> so big, big change, obviously, is grease lightning, right? Grease lightning going from an ability to a trait. So now you don't have to worry about it. Uh, you, you, its stacks will be managed uh, as a passive ability. Uh, some other abilities, seeing that change uh, and, you know, needing six stacks or whatever, they'll they'll now be a little easier to manage as far as not having to worry about Grease Lightning itself. This That that alone, Kronos, is a pretty damn big change to a monk's rotation right off the bat. Just a, a, a clean sweep of Grease Lightning being in your rotation at all. But to your point, as far as learning this for raid mechanics... Mm -hmm. It's very easy to go, okay, well, now I don't have to worry about Grease Lightning. It's going to do it itself. But because of that, that could possibly change with some of the other changes they talked about, too. Change the overall rotation quite a bit. Uh, almost to a full, okay, I, I got to take a day or two and relearn this character, even if you've been playing Monk since day one. I don't think it's going to change that much, honestly. Oh, um, I, th I disagree. Um, well... I'm actually kind of disappointed in this rework. I'll start there. This, uh -oh. this might be like rant. This might be like rant time. Um, so, I've I played monk for a while, right? I played monk in a couple of raid tiers actually. Um, and and to me, the problem with monk was not grease lightning, right? In Shadowbringers, you got like eighty way, eighty different ways to keep that thing up. Like you're not losing it. Um, it was never really a problem. I felt like maybe for like more casual people, I could see that being a thing, right? And then, you know, maybe like things like Shiva, where you have a cutscene where you're gonna lose it, can't do anything about it. That kind of sucks. But to me, the Monk's combo system has like always played the same since 2.0. Its buttons have always kind of been similar. It hasn't really done anything to really evolve past that point. I don't think the reason it wasn't as fun to play, the reason it wasn't seeing as much play as other melees is because of GL. I really don't. Um, I'm happy for the people that are happy that Monk's not really changing. Like, because I really don't think it's changing. I think... From a rotational standpoint, their combos are going to be the same. They're going to get to hit Tornado Kick like an OGCD, which is nice, I guess. Uh, Adoptment has to change. They'll probably just give Chakra stacks. Uh, the PB change is nice. I think they should have changed that a long time ago from a timer to stacks. I think that's great. But I don't, I don't really see this class becoming more exciting. If anything, I think it got more boring. That's kind of that's where I'm at. I, I don't know. Wow. And th th this is a class that I kind of like. Like, I mean... 
what what am I doing now? Like now that GL's a trait, right? Like at this point, like why does Black Mage have a Nokian? Does that make sense? Like, I don't know. That's that's kind of where I'm at on it. Like, I, I kind of was hoping for more of like a maybe. I hope you're right. Like if you're right and they actually something from a rotational standpoint does change, I think that's cool. I just don't see it. I think their combos are going to be the same. They're just going to be getting more dragon kicks and boot shines now because they don't have to refresh their GL timer because that really they just want to hit the lead and fizz boot shine unless they change that. Um, yeah, I mean, and then it's just going to be about chakra stacks at that point. I mean, how how exciting is it just to hit an off global? Oh, yeah, that's that's what you're doing. Tark, uh, I I agree with Kronos, um, and I've talked with my buddy Pierce who plays a lot of Monk, um, he, he doesn't think the rotation is going to change. Um, my one fear is that Grease Lightning was kind of one of the parts of its identity, that and its overall speed. Um, I think it's losing part of its identity, so it's going to be a little bit more boring. You're not having to manage it um, and keep it up. The rotations, I, I don't see how they're going to change uh, just because Grease Lightning's not there. Um, and like Chrono said, you know, it's all about that leaded boot shine. So, yeah, I of a life improvement, but it's not going to make it more fun, in my opinion. I uh, see. I'm looking at it from the aspect of it doesn't make me want to play monk. Monk is not one of my favorite classes uh, on the board there. So it's the changes aren't enough to make me jump in. But I think if you've been playing monk for a while, a class that. I'd kind of say Final Fantasy XIV has almost outgrown like the, the, the style yeah. of gameplay Monk has had for a long time. Um, yeah, I got to disagree. I, I, I'm not saying, that like, and please don't misunderstand. I'm not saying here's 10 abilities, you're opening rotation on a single target, and you've got to learn all 10 again. But I do think there's going to be changes to order to functionality that does facilitate muscle memory relearning here. Um, and if you th think about this, so if you took, I don't know what you play, what you play with a, a Naga mouse, do you play just straight keyboard, whatever. You've got your hotbar one, one through 12, and you've got your 12 abilities on it. And I say, okay, now one of these, I'm gonna take away. You no longer need it anymore. And that's gonna change functionally two other abilities on the bar to the point that you may want to slightly reposition where they are in your rotation. Now, granted, I've only moved, I've taken one ability away and that change has maybe facilitated putting two of your abilities in a different place or at a different time or off GCD or whatever. That's a fourth of your hut bar that you were used to not even having to think about slapping anymore. I, I'm please, that's what I'm trying to express here. I'm not saying this is an overhaul of abilities from top to bottom, but there is definitely a learning curve, Tark. If I came to you and I took your PlayStation controller and I take one of those abilities away and I swap two of them into other positions, you're going to need a day or two to figure that shit out and get used to it because you just haven't been until now. Does it make it more fun? I'm No, I'm not claiming it will or it won't. Does it make it more interesting? I'm not claiming it will or it won't. But I do think there is going to be a little bit of a learning curve here for people that have enjoyed Monk. But I don't know necessarily at the end of the day 
if it catches Monk up to being what Final Fantasy XIV is now. Does that make sense a little more where I'm coming from and why I disagree a little bit, or am I just totally off my fucking rocker, Kronos? I, I get where you're coming from, but let me let me, let me flip it. Counterpoint, and talk, counterpoint. Yeah, this way. So okay. losing GL as a mechanic isn't taking away a button. I think, no, I think that's where again you're, you're, you're stop yeah, you taking me so literally on, oh, I, on I, I, I yeah okay well I guess what I'm saying is like their combos from top to bottom are still going to work the same so you're still going to go from form to form to form that's still your your identity right yeah is you you have this illusion honestly that you have these freeform combos because they're really not you're you're really no. getting them in a certain order yeah they're static um. And I don't think that's going to change because you're you're still going to want to hit your dragon kick. You're still going to want to keep your twin snakes up. You're still going to want to end with your dot if it's about to fall off or your snap punch if it's not. And then you're going to go back. You're going to hit boot shine. If your twin snakes isn't falling off, you're going to hit true strike. And then you're going to, you know, your last button's going to... I don't think that's changing is what I'm saying. So, like, you're all they're doing is they're turning tornado kick into a button that you get to hit more often, which is great. Should have been that from the start. Um, PB is now just a stack mechanic to just hit drag kick boot shine over and over again form shift is now just pb light, light. essentially yeah. yeah um and i mean we don't know what a notman does maybe a notman some kind of cool mechanic that actually changes something but my gut tells me that's just going to be something you hit to gain chopper stacks and then thinking the same thing we haven't even talked about the fists right they have these three stances what's the point you're just, just going to hit fire you're just going to hit fire Right? I mean, wind is now useless again. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, that, that's just kind of how I feel. I, I get what you're saying, though. Like, there, there could uh, be some learning curve. Monks, but like, you'll have to let us know, because none of us main a monk, to be fair. To be fair. None of us fair. on the on the show. We've all dabbled. We've all dabbled in the monkiness, uh, but none of us main it. So, monks, let us know uh, in the comments below. Tark, obviously, get uh, Radio's uh, uh, opinion once they've yeah. got, uh, he's gotten his hands on it, bring it on back to the show here. Let us know. Does Absolutely. it feel more fun? Does it feel different? Did you need a day or two to learn it? That type of stuff. Word. Not all was great news in the pat <laughs> in the the live letter, though, as some things that people might have been looking forward to, while aren't all that far away, aren't maybe as close as they originally thought. And we actually got a taste of this before the live letter, gentlemen when the site itself had an update again. Um, oh, yeah. And it started showing preview uh, patch 4.5, 4.5, 4.1. And then a few days later, we had the live letter. So obviously on the whole Bosja slash Relic front, we get Save the Queen updates, resistance weapon gear, uh, Relic gear upgrades. Uh, we knew that that was coming in this patch uh, and that there was probably gonna be a third step later. Actually, most of this stuff is now pushed. It is not making this patch. And I know while I sit on the, the sidelines of, of, of Bosgen, I'm just like, yeah, it's something I do great. Uh, sure, when the raid opens up, I will go do the, the 24 man, whatever. Uh, will I do the 48? Eh, I don't know. Uh, probably not, but maybe. You know, I dabble in that stuff. I, I don't need it. You guys were pretty pumped for that. And I wonder, hey, seeing that kicked out to not just not 5.4, but to actually not know yet what patch it's going to be in. Is it going to be 4.1, 4.5? I think it's going to be 4.5. 4.5. Five. Um, I, I imagine that's got to be a little disappointing to you two who are really looking forward to particularly the Savage mode of the, uh, of the Delubrum uh, raid. 
Um, I wouldn't say disappointed. Uh, actually, I feel more relieved because now I can focus on the right tier um, because I'm going to be spending three, maybe four days a week doing the right tier, learning Savage um, with my team. It might take a couple weeks uh, slash a couple months. So going to four or five, and, and I believe it's going to probably be first week of February. Yeah. That gives my team enough time to get that down. And then we can kind of go on, you know, raid team maintenance mode and I can, you know, focus on uh, the Savage Delibrum. Uh, See, so here's, I thought you would be a little more disappointed than that, actually, because I thought if it's 541, then I would, yeah, I'd probably have the same attitude you do. But knowing that it's probably going to be 545, which is, let's say, the beginning of February ish, do you really need almost effectively two months? My team for Eden yes. Savage. <laughs> yes. And maybe you do. I don't. I don't know the particulars of your your raid group. And but I just thought that's an extended. That's a pretty big period of time uh, to, to be waiting for this. So I get the idea. I get totally get with you on. Well, now we don't have two savages to go do at the same time. But a two month gap between them seemed like a lot for me. Even somebody that just casually dabbles in savage modes. Yeah, I'm kind of with Dark, honestly. And honestly, I kind of expected it to be the 4-5 patch, only for the reason that um, the Relic never outgears the current raid tier weapon. Like, yeah. They're never going to really release that that close um, to each other. That was kind of my mindset was. But um, I'm also kind of relieved as well, because I would rather like have the raid tier come in like spurts, right? So like where you get like this, and then you're going to get the 48-man, and then maybe the Blue Mage, the new Blue Mage stuff for the people that do that, like me. Um. Yeah, so it's kind of nice that it's spread out, honestly. And and me, like I'm gonna be enthralled by this raid for. I mean, it's not gonna take us too. It's not probably not gonna take my group two months to clear, but I mean, we're gonna be doing it even after we clear, you know. And that's still something I look forward to, even even like the reclears and and cleaning up the fights and you know maximizing our damage and stuff. And then we'll be able to finish our relic weapons in a subsequent patch with the with the final <laughs> step. Yay. Grinding, we love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got a little bit of a, a gear preview too. Uh, a couple different fronts here, but one of them was a collaboration that was teased, and the name that that I immediately thought of seeing the armor, and then have seen, you know, everybody else with a brain that has played both of these franchises uh, think of was Dark Souls. Um, now that's not confirmed. Mm -hmm. But it's got to be, right? <laughs> so that was the for the Tombstone gear, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's for Tombstone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it definitely looks inspired, for sure. I mean, I, look, I can't look at the tank armor and not just see, like, the cover of a Dark Souls game. Okay. It's really... So, like, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, and, I, they, you know, they have, like, all the spiky weapons and stuff. So it looks cool. I like, I like it. I like it as a collab. Again, not official, not confirmed, but... Yeah, Ninja, I mean, it could be right. Demon Souls instead, so, you know, if maybe they're doing something with Sony and, and whatever sure. uh, instead of, you know, Bandai. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, hey, we've, we've done a whole expansion talking about the, the, the Warrior of Darkness. We finally get to dress like one. <laughs> uh, Emerald Weapon. Confirmed. Castrum Marinum is the one that's in the background at Westwind. Um so yeah, 
if you actually loaded into that trial and didn't already have the thing dead by the time you got there as a new player, <laughs> that's that castrum that's in the background. <laughs> uh, Emerald Weapon, two phases, distinctly different from each other, so that'll be cool, I guess. Again, this is another one that Just they like were very, very careful to to show us. Yeah, I mean, it's not anything they haven't done before, but it's uh, they were very careful once again to show some things. I'm going to try to pull up the trailer here. There we go. That's what, not the trailer, the um, uh, Yoshi P fighting it. <laughs> Again, yeah, that's uh, very careful. What, what, what's our guess on our uh, the Oversoul? Rattan, right? I mean, right? it's got to be, right? Yeah. And like, I don't want it to be because he's, no, he's just be. kind of a chump. But I don't know who else it would be. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> this is such a cool little sequence of him watching it. No, no real new mechanics in this one. Like when we saw the Eden and the floor and, and things like that, this all looked like just variants of things we've already seen. But again, we're limited by how much we've actually seen. So wouldn't be surprised if Yoshi P throws a surprise or two in here. Yeah, have fun with that mechanic as a black mage. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, the rota yeah. You know, we love motion. We absolutely love motion. Also got a peek as a black mage at uh, Titan. Confirmed Unreal. Again, yeah, if you watch this wrong. show, some of us were right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was wrong. <laughs> some of us were right. I would have preferred Rama, but yeah, I'll take Titan. I didn't think there was a chance in hell it was going to be Rama yet. <laughs> uh Oh, I do think we should note, by the way, is there anything happening with Black Mage? No, not in not in 5-4. Um, we should note that in the Titan Unreal, stay out of the fucking landslides. Damn, Skippy. Because they are not taking away the ability to fall off the platform like they have in previous changes to these fights. Uh, no, the fences, nope, not getting them here. You can, they they even mentioned this, that, hey, we kind of felt like that was too much a part of this fight. You cannot fall off of that platform and be rezzed. And I already see Kronos <laughs> hand in hair. He hates Party Finder, man. <laughs> you think Shiva was bad? I could raise people in At Shiva. At least they could be rezzed, yeah. Raised them all day. Yeah. Nope. Landslide can still push you off in this Unreal, and you'll be unrezzable. So that should be fun, gentlemen. Floor. I can't Remember wait. Remember when you couldn't watch the fight? Remember when you just sat on the floor and you couldn't see the fight? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> At least they changed that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just angle your camera straight up. <laughs> I spent a lot of time there down there because when I first did that extreme, uh, I was still on PS3 and that was just a nightmare. Absolutely. It was not not like it was any better for any of us at launch, though. No. It didn't matter if you were on the PS3 or not. You could have been out of landslide by oh. miles, and the server rubber banding still tossed you off the platform. I, I wonder how many people remember like the mechanics past like the ads. I feel like people haven't oh, seen yeah. that in years. Yeah. So. Yeah. Just remember, ladies and gentlemen, when you're doing this, if you could do us a favor, stay out of the landslides. And for God's sake, don't 
break the jails into a landslide. <laughs> please, please do the not. Keyword break- respect. respect is the keyword. Yeah. Respect the landslide. Respect the landslide. If there's a jail up and the landslide, just stop the deeps for a second. <laughs> Do not let the, the your your teammates out of jail right into an unavoidable landslide in an unresable situation. But but they're parse, Mike. They're parse. <laughs> yeah. The deeps. All right. Uh crafters and gatherers, you're getting a little bit of love in this one too, as Ishgardian Regis uh restoration finishes up. This is actually another one, 5.41 for the Ishgardian Restoration itself, and then Skysteel Tools coming in 5.45. This doesn't do it for me. I mean, I, I will do it just because I've done the other stuff, and it, but it's not something that I look forward to logging in and be like, oh, yeah, I got that's what we're going to do today for an hour before we get anything else done. Um, so... Not a huge thing for me, but I know there are crafters and gatherers amongst you. I did think it was neat, though, that when it's all said and done, they are taking the crafter classes, uh, combining, like, you know, all the the different classes together, getting their own individual class scores, and there's going to be a statue that'll be there forever commemorating that particular crafting class on that server. So I do, I always like when games do something like this, Kronos, where there's a different... My server is different from yours in this way. Um, we did this first. You did this first. We have this. We have this. You have that. I like this type of stuff. Granted, great. You got a you know, you got a cook statue <laughs> in in the Ishgardian restoration. Great. Who the fuck cares? But I like these little types of things. So that seems kind of neat to me, even if the rest of the content doesn't. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, I think it's the weapon, right? It's like their primary hand. Yeah. Is the uh-huh. statue. Yeah, so it would be a big frying pan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think, and I, I think I saw Tarkov and uh, his buddy talking about this. I think there, there's going to be some coordination happening. I feel like you're going to see some cross-server stuff trying to pe- get people to have statues similar across data centers. I, I'm going to call right now, like, over 50% <laughs> of the statues are going to be uh, big frying pans. Yeah, <laughs> they have to be big frying pans. <laughs> so... <laughs> But I, I think it's cool. Regardless, I think it's cool. I, I think they should do more stuff like that. So Either of you big crafters, or do you do just like the, the bare minimum to get by on your specific crafter or gatherer? I craft enough to be able to repair my gear. Yeah. Ditto. <laughs> I craft enough to be able to make my own jewelry because it's expensive. That's that's it. Um, and I'm too lazy to farm materials to make more of those expensive jewelry pieces to sell. So... I make my own and I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> uh, Blue Mage update, level cap going to 70. A lot of this not new, but we did get particulars. There's 24 new spells. You'll be able to go into level 70 raids. But the little tidbit here that I thought was very, very neat and I am all in favor of is that they are now separating the undersized party from the level sync functionality so that you can go in undersized while keeping a level sync going on as well. That is fantastic. I don't, I'm not quite sure why that wasn't always there, but it is definitely a welcome addition now, uh, kind of lumped in with when they were talking about Blue Mage now being able to go to 70, uh, level 70 raids. Not that this is something I do all that often, but I do like the idea of being able to keep level sync while in an undersized party. 
the reason it was paired here, by the way, is uh, Blue Mages get 100% learn rate on their spells yep. when they're synced down. And yep. you weren't able to do that under size. Nope. So, so I, honestly, I'm not even sure why it wasn't there, though, prior to Blue Mage, period, right. let alone Blue Mage's abilities. Uh, another one for you cosmetics, you machinima makers, you screenshot takers. We knew mm -hmm. about the dungeon explorer mode coming so that you were able to visit dungeons uh, devoid of monsters to go take your screenshots. Uh, you can bring a party of four in. I already know. A lot of people want to see that change to eight. It's not going to happen. I think it's too tied to the actual queuing for a dungeon, that whole system, that I don't think it's going to happen. Um, but you can go in, explore, take your screenshots. And in this area, they did show two different mounts. The snowman mount, uh, which is presumably going to be for the Christmas event, which I, I guess we're having, even though we didn't have the Halloween event. I mean, they didn't confirm anything, but right? I mean, there's no other way to yeah. take the snowman mount, right? Probably, yeah. Okay. I think you're right. Uh, and then they showed the chocolate mount, which was uh, just a, a Corpacore uh, Colossus variant. Instead of green, it was uh, you know a chocolate color. This is, and somebody added this to my show notes, but I, I already knew this. Yeah, I, I do play this. I was, I was just pointing it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is actually from a crossover with a Japanese chocolate company. You like buy their chocolate. Mm. There's a sticker thing and a Pusheen sticker thing. And like, we're not going to talk about all that stuff. If, if you like that stuff, then you probably already know about it. Uh, that uh, crossover is planned only for Japan right now. But Yoshi P did mention that they're going to try to somehow, some way, find a way to make this work worldwide too. It just won't be initially. It'll It'll come later at some point. So... Yay. Square Square needs to uh, you know get with Hershey, I guess. I, I bet <laughs> I bet Kronos saw that as the mount got gathered and he was like, son of a bitch, I'm gonna be hey, importing hey. chocolate from Japan. <laughs> Cash mounts don't count. Cash mounts do not count. Oh, you, you got an unofficial rule for yourself. That's that's my unofficial rule. Cash mounts do not count. <laughs> uh on the speaking with the staying with the whole cosmetics, we did get some new emotes. Uh curse, broom, which Dear God, don't die in a fucking group with me. Uh, you die in a group with me oh. in a pug. I'm a oh, you're gonna be one of those. I'm a guys. broom you. I'm a sweep. I'm a sweep. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna sweep. And if I <laughs> die and you sweep me, I'm disconnecting. Uh, <laughs> I'm practicing savage. You sweep me. Fuck it. It's storming outside. Internet it, just went down. It. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Dude, I'm paint. I don't know. I'm painting people on the floor. I don't know. Yeah, we got apple. We got onigiri eating. We got painting in multiple different colors. So you're gonna be painting people on the floor. <laughs> Lots of emotes. Uh, wings as fashion items was something I did not expect to see in the live letter. Um, all of a sudden, they were showing off wings, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on in in my game here?" You can't fly with them, but if you want your character to wear wings, either you're going to wear wings? No. Sure, why not? It looked very Genshin. Very. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very. very Genshin. Okay. It's no, okay. No wings. No, I'm good. You're good. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, treasure map changes. Shifting uh -huh. oubliettes. Uh, oh, go ahead, Tark. Damn. I didn't mean... It, this, is, this is my favorite Ooh. mode. I love the roulette. I love the roulette. Tark, awesome. like, Tark, do you need a moment? 
Like, <laughs> maybe. I'll, I'll, I'll be right back. I said treasure map changes. I didn't even get out the word shifting oubliette, which is fun to say. And before I can say it, all I hear is, oh. It's so good. Yeah. This is my favorite. What do you, what do you uh, like about it? it? Like, what, what the makes randomness. it that much? I love the randomness of the randomness. It's it's not just left or right. It's, you're going to, it's, it's random. I'm, I'm weird. I actually like the other ones because for some oh. weird reason, I feel more in control. It's just, it, it makes no sense. <laughs> you're not, no though. Sense because you're not. It, it's still, I'm still rolling dice. <laughs> I'm just, just saying. I get to pick the door, so I feel more in control, as opposed to just touching an orb and then watching a thing spin. I, I know it's stupid. I know it's dumb. <laughs> and it makes no sense. I, I just feel more in control. I've I, picked some maniacs to co-host with me. <laughs> I'm good. I just want to say, I don't like the new random feature. It's replacing my old random feature because the old random feature I had more control over. Look, I had a choice, okay? I love this random feature because it's more random. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, big, big uh, update on the materia end. The mass materia melding will be implemented in 5.4. Again, something we knew that was coming, but Yoshi P did show off the the... Uh, user interface for it. Um, still gonna, it's gonna do one, one at a time, which makes sense because maybe you want to meld, you know, different stats in in different slots. So that makes sense. But it will literally just keep going uh, until you've either burned all of your materia or you have successfully completed the mass meld that you want. And Yoshi P used up all of his fucking luck. I mean, he yeah. used up all of his luck on this demo when he goes back to his actual account he's gonna get hosed because it he did it what like an 89 he did a I mass he, mass meld and it only cost him 89 yeah yeah pretty sure penta meld yeah and it was less than a stack yeah. less than a 99 stack yeah <laughs> he which was is like, really good i fully yeah, expected yeah. that to show up at about <laughs> 600 for the demo today and he he was kind of pissed that it didn't Tark. he was like this sets an unreasonable expectation for fans uh, that they're gonna do this does, in less than does. a stack. <laughs> and, and just go go in prepared that your wallet will be flushed. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm so glad for this though. I'm so glad for this. Um, yeah, it's a good change. Triple triad. Are the either of you triple triad guys? This is where I went to sleep. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. It was, they well, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's hold on. Hold on a second on that. Yeah, but are you? I, do you play it in game at all? I, I do. Yeah. I do. I collect the cards. So anytime but I collect I, the cards. Like I haven't gone I, out of my way, but if I'm in an area where I see somebody I haven't beaten yet, I'm like, okay, I'll take ten minutes to try and knock them down. Yeah. And if I don't get I gotta do what you do. Yeah. If yeah. I don't get the card after ten or fifteen minutes, I'll come back, you know. But um so now there's gonna be a tool to help find missing cards. That's kinda cool. Uh, that makes That's things cool. easy. They're implementing a new draft rule. So for Adam and I as TCG players, yay, we get a draft option in our triple triad. Uh, you will be picking, essentially, in three different selections, you'll be picking a total of a one, a two, a three, a four, and a five-star card um, to go into that. And a new open tournament. It's going to work a lot like ocean fishing, right? So uh, yep. eight people. It'll be draft rules. Draft, by the way, the cards you draft from are not particular to your collection. They're from a draft collection of all the cards, which is, you know, that's great. That's fantastic. That's generally how drafts work. So good yeah. job there. Uh, and then if the tournament doesn't fill up, 
they'll they'll fill it with NPCs every two hours, every two hours. So I, if you awesome. like Triple Triad, there's a lot of good stuff here. If you don't know what Triple Triad was, then the live letter had you covered because like oh there was God, a thirty up. minute almost demo of Triple Triad, not just the new features, but a tutorial on how to play if you've never played this game before. I could have gone without this. I, could. I don't think anybody was up at six in the morning because they were really hoping Yoshi P would teach them triple triad. Yeah, you're, you're right. It was, it was a complete new player tutorial. And again, this is where I was like, okay, I'm done with the, I'm done with the live letter. I turned it <laughs> off. I went to bed. I was so tired by that, and it was like I I can't I can't I can't even. It's deal. bedtime. <laughs> I kept watching, thinking bedtime. they were going to show me some new rule set or something. I'm like, is there I something thought I'm so too. Here? Like, why like, are you? The only time you explain what how something works is because you're going to change how it works, and yeah. it it just didn't come. Like there, they the the limitation on one five star card in your deck still there. Like if I think it, that's lame. That disappointed honestly. me. That disappointed yeah. me. Yeah, I mean, like they didn't change any of that stuff. I, they should have at least uh, released the limit on four star. Yeah, maybe just keep I, yeah. one five star, but then they should have released the the four star. But I was very disappointed in that. Um, by this point, we were kind of getting to the end of the live letter, <laughs> and uh, and not much was going on there. We did they did talk a little bit uh, about the fishing changes to ocean fishing, um, new housing opening up, collectible and ethereal reduction uh, changes, which all of which are interesting if if you're a player uh but not terribly really something we can all add a lot of opinions or context to right i mean there's really mm -hmm. uh we do have the announcement showcase we knew that was coming up in february that is now set for february 5th at 5 30 uh a uh, sorry p.m p.m in your time tark so Yep. That'll be the kickoff. There will be live interpretation, which will work about as long as Yoshi P stays on script. Um, <laughs> at that point, it'll, you know, it'll, it'll all fall at that point. Uh, Kronos, you wanted to talk a little bit about the, the dungeon interview that was, was put up as well. A lot of stuff was kind of covered in the uh, live letter. Uh, yeah. For this interview, but the piece of this interview we want to talk about though is is Matoya's relic and like dungeon mentality uh, as far as creation goes. Yeah, I think it's kind of. I mean, if it's exact, like so they mentioned that it's kind of like Hawk Manor where you're gonna have different kind of paths. Not although Hawk Manor, to be honest, like once you kind of knew where you were going, it's really only one path, I guess. Yeah, and you just um, use return once. <laughs> yeah, um, so I'm, I'm hoping it's a little bit more dynamic than that, where there's actual choices that. Do different things uh but we'll see I, I hope this is like a sign of like a different mentality change in how they design dungeons that's really my hope yeah this is something that you and i and, and we've even talked about on this show you know on how we love dungeons but there's a lot of room for improvement on on dungeons um yoshi p in the interview also talked about no ultimate for blue mages tark sad panda yeah but I get it. I mean, you'd have to really change things around. You'd have to fix the limit break for them um, so they can um, use it for, I mean, just ooh alone, you need to have it four times. So they, they really had to mess around with that a little bit for them. So it's fine. 
Um, um, I think it's good to to keep ultimates for the people that did the ultimates um, and keep that sacred. I'm gonna spit fire or rapid fire some things at you. You guys spit me your first gut reaction. All right. Okay. You ready? Lightning round. Sweet. We already talked about raids and and two week timers. We're all in favor of those. We're amazed that they haven't always been that way. I want to get your gut reaction. If I told you that clearing Bosja, the rate's a lot higher compared to Eureka. Gut reaction, Kronos? Not surprised. Duh. More, yeah, more okay. Fun. All right, good. Yeah. We're all on the same same page there. Um, the party finder being expanded to allow 48-person alliance to actually be created for the Savage uh, Delubrum uh, raid when it comes out. Tark. Uh, should have happened with Eureka. I'm glad they did it. Yeah, needed to happen. Good. Yep. Uh, restrictions on resurrection and raises. There's going to be some in Arsenal when you're in Savage. Surprise? Also not surprised. Yeah, okay. No. Okay, so the whole point of this exercise was to sit there and spit some things at you and have all three of us end up with going, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, last thing was uh, any chance of a collaboration with 16. Yoshi P, of course, taking the diplomatic way out, and if, if both sides would allow. The answer is fucking yes, there will be. I just uh, thought it was funny because he is both sides. Yeah, he's, he's the producer the on one and producer director on the other side. <laughs> yeah. and, and they have the, the the logo. Creative Business Division 3 was at the beginning of the trailer. Yeah, if he's, both it, sides it, would allow. If both sides. You are both sides. It is one-sided. <laughs> The answer is yes, there will be. The, yes. There absolutely will be. Uh, before we go to love it or leave it and call this show a wrap, gentlemen, a few other pieces of Square Enix news to chat about. Remember, if you're listening on uh, Spotify or watching on YouTube, come on over, join us live sometime. Head on over to readycheckradio.com. Follow all the socials there so you can get notifications of not only these shows, but the entire team of volunteer streamers that stream all manner of games here on our Twitch channel at all hours of the day. Just ask Tarkoth. The dude streams till like 3 in the morning my time. I'm like, hey, I caught an hour of your stream four. last night. It was really good. <laughs> 4 in the morning. 4 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, 4 in the morning. One, 1 in the morning my time. Um. So, yeah, check it out. But in other Square Enix news, Avengers... <sighs> the horse that just won't die. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just the news story that keeps giving... So we knew it didn't do well. Uh, we talked about last time that um, HD Games, that division of Square Enix, uh, operating at a loss last year because of it. So we knew it didn't do well. But we did not know, and Square Enix confirmed, that it hasn't even made its developmental money back yet. Um, not surprising. Yeah, well, I'm actually a little bit surprised because of why. Um, it's not necessarily that they haven't made the actual cost of the development work back, but its entire development budget included its marketing budget, which is pretty Ooh. typical, and its marketing budget basically crushed it to the point that that's really the reason why it hasn't made its money back. And I can't even say I blame them, right? You had the Marvel Avengers IP here, you want to advertise the shit out of that. But their quote is, the HD Gabe's sub-segment posted an operating loss as initial sales of Marvel's, of Marvel's Avengers were lower than we expected. That part we knew. 
The second part that we didn't knew was, and unable to completely offset the amortization of the game's development costs. In the second half of the fiscal year, we hope to make up for slow initial sales by offering ample additional content to grow our sales. And on that front, you do have Kate Bishop coming next week, uh, what, December 8th, I think, uh, off the top of my head. Maybe that'll help. You still have Hawkeye. I took a look at Steam charts yesterday. It is doing a little bit better than it has been. So, you know, maybe there's a little bit of hope there, but I don't hold out a lot. The marketing kind of really, really put a dent on this one. They were actually asked, Kronos, during the investor call by somebody, if Avengers had made its budget or its forecast, uh, or, or, I'm sorry, they asked... Uh, did HD Games, is it solely Avengers or were there other projects under HD Games subunit that even if Avengers had made its baseline forecast, would it still have operated at a loss? And the answer was no. <laughs> if <laughs> Avengers had made its forecast, HD Games subunit would have been in the black was, was the answer they gave. So Yeah, they put a lot of money Blah. in that bank, right? Yeah. I mean, so... And, and I feel bad for it because if, if they're releasing their new DLC on the 8th, Cyberpunk comes out on the 10th, probably yeah. not going to be a good look for their like people playing concurrently. Yeah, I thought about got, well, that too, well, but it is free. It is free. Yeah. Like It's not something they're trying to sell. So it's, right. they're just trying to... But it is still a bad time to try and bring people back to a game yeah. when you got the hot new sexy you know, on the store shelves two days from then. Tark, you were talking about something else? Uh, well, you got WoW raids coming out. You got the Final yeah. Fantasy 14 patch coming out, um, and like you guys said, Cyberpex coming out two days afterwards. So yeah, um, um, good free luck. To play front. You got Fantasy Star Online two releasing episode oh, yep. six now on December 9th. You got Rocket <laughs> League starting its second season. I mean, it's the eighth through the tenth is just disgusting in the world of gaming. Uh, Something I'm sure we'll talk about on Gaming Gumbo, our gaming wrap up weekly podcast airing this Saturday 7 p.m. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh saga frontier remastered coming in summer 2021 on ps4 these are just the confirmed ones right now ps4 mobile pc and switch uh, we'll probably see ps5 added at some point to that lineup but missing as is normal right now for these things xbox uh i'm a huge saga frontier some and i like romancing saga 3 just coming out in the west or getting a, a new release in the west was awesome uh, I can't wait until this come out comes out. Do you guys are you Saga babies? Have you ever dabbled in the IP? I've played it. Uh, they're they're good. I like them. I'm gonna buy it. So, but I, it sounds like you're a much bigger fan than me. But I'm gonna buy it for sure. Yeah, I think I'm just a sucker for anything that you put Square Enix. Like you stamp the logo on it, and I'm like, yes, here's some money. <laughs> oh, Tark, you. It you, looks uh, colorful. Yeah. It looks colorful. It looks crisp. Um, and I have played the original. Um, so there's more content. Um, there's a whole new protagonist, which is awesome. Um, so some good stuff to get into that. I'm trying to queue up something because I forgot to load this into B-roll before the show. But oh, I well. feel like I have to show this image because it is just absolutely terrifying. <laughs> so let me... Yeah, it's not good. Add a so. Whoop, nope, 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 nope. Let me add to right here. Yes, I'm gonna pull up an image for you 
chat so that you can take a look at this and be just as terrified. It is not a picture of the dentist. It is <laughs> it Noctis. Could be your <laughs> it is Noctis without his amazing hair. Right? Here we go. Feast your eyes on that. Let me close. Hi, Titan. No, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. There. I mean, Titan does have some amazing hair. There. Feast your eyes on that. So somebody had Just... the audacity to tweet that image out. Credit where due. This is from uh, at Cloud Strife meme on Twitter. It says, you don't realize how important Noctis' hairstyle is to his character design until you see him with another one the best part of this is square enix saw this and replied you know this is somebody with a thousand followers on twitter so you know not like a huge media outlet or anything square enix with almost 600 or over six hundred fifty thousand followers replied and all they said was please put it back (laughs) please please put it back (laughs) I love a good social media <laughs> uh, rep doing some cool things. And just replying, please put it back, is tremendous. Is tremendous. I feel like a lot of game companies have been stepping up their uh, social media game from yeah, that perspective. Really? Yeah. Um, yep. Sony yeah, and Xbox weird. going at it, too, and then show, showing some love uh, during the console launches. That was nice, too. I had to double take um, to even know it was Noctis. If that was like a stock picture of like a like a fish, yeah. I probably wouldn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, Square and Blizzard, uh, you know, fist bumps. That uh-huh. was pretty cool. Yeah. Collab yeah. incoming. Yeah. Collab incoming. incoming. Uh, I feel like they kind of missed the opportunity. Like we're already messing with Void. Like they they should have. That's when the collab should have happened. Anyway. Hmm. Uh, last thing, Square Enix finally. One of many, I'm sure, companies uh, that you'll see over the next month or so uh, announcing things like this. They are launching permanent work-from-home options for their employees. They actually expect about 80% of employees to work from home at least three days a week. And that's even after this whole you know, COVID thing uh, goes away, quote, goes away. Uh, said Square Enix, they had some uh, time, been exploring options for enabling greater flexibility in working styles when COVID-19 outbreak occurred. In response, Square Enix implemented a series of measures starting in February 2020 that included enabling work from home, staggered work hours, and online conferencing. Following a sustained period with these measures in place, Square Enix conducted a survey in June that demonstrated that roughly 80% of employees had a positive view of work from home. Square Enix also carefully considered a wide range of opinions from businesses as diverse as games, publication, and music regarding the practicality of work from home. This program was finalized based on those considerations. By enabling the option of monthly status changes rather than establishing blanket rules regarding who works from home and who works from the office, Square Enix has designed a program that should be highly satisfactory both to those performing duties and those managing them. And having been somebody that has worked from home for a little over a decade now, I really like the implementation here of it possibly changing month to month. 
like, you know, Kronos gets sick of working from home or upcoming project is going to be really intensive and he should be at the office for the next two months. I'm that type of flexibility on top of the flexibility that working from home generally provides anyway. Uh, I think it's tremendous. I think it's in t very intelligently thought out. And I wouldn't be surprised if you see a lot of companies roll out this type of um, work schedule over the next few months. So yeah. thumbs up. As someone who's in the tech industry, I, I think a lot of big companies are going to start doing something similar. I think there's, you're going to see like permanent work from home days, stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. I All right. I could do something like that. It is time to finish out here with love it or leave it. This is the segment where we take one singular Square Enix related thing. Could be a game, could be a feature, could be a side product, a press release, whatever. And we ask all three of our hosts, do you love it? Want to keep it? See more of it? You want to leave it? Cast it aside, throw it away. And we encourage you to chime in in the comments below on YouTube or over on readycheckradio.com with whether you love it or leave it as well. And since I've already mentioned what an SE baby I am as far as products and merch goes, I figured I'd ask you two gentlemen what you think of the Square Enix store, the actual platform, the website portal on ordering merchandise directly from Square Enix and its rewards and all that kind of stuff. Are you a fan? Do you use it? Love it or leave it, Tarkov? Uh, I'll have to leave it only for the fact that I've only used it once and I've never really gone back. Um, I've always been interested in getting some of the play arts, um, especially the Shiva. Shiva is just amazing. Um, but the, it, the prices just are way out of my range. So I've never really gone back to, you know, delve into their inventory. Um, I've just gotten a collector's edition from them directly once. So I can leave it. That's fine. Kronos. I'm also in the leave it camp. I try to, uh, I, I like the products. I try to find them in other places wherever I can, because like, like Tark said, they usually they're like a lot more expensive. This seems there's the shipping costs are always crazy high. Um, like even, you know, Mike, you probably know, like buying the cards directly from them can sometimes be kind of a pain. It's better to just go through other people. Uh, so it's, that's more like that, but I love the products. I wish I had another way to just buy them more often. That's really where I'm at. So you're leave it. Yeah, definitely leave it. Oh, we got a clean sweep of the board. We're leave it. I buy Woo! a lot of things from it. I don't buy cards from it, actually. I should I should note. Uh, I will pay a little bit more to support the local game stores on that front. Uh, so, like, Final Fantasy TCG cards, I don't order from them. Uh, the only time I do order TCG-related stuff from them is stuff that will not be available in stores. Uh, so I, I don't have any gripe with the shipping. I know it's going to be a little more expensive. I already know how much I'm going to pay for certain things. So while I agree with you gentlemen that it that can be overpriced, I just hate the platform. The, it is so bad. It's just so bad. The reward program, yeah, fine. I have all these points. I have never once, even though I have thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands of points, I have never redeemed them for a single thing. Like I, I just... I, I yeah, just I I've never used the rewards program. And as far as the portal, it's feels like messing with fucking play online again. Um <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, don't forget PTSD. your password. Don't need a password reset. Don't need support. And half the time, if you have all that stuff, it may not work anyway. Uh I've literally completed orders through the website just to not have them actually be ordered. 
I've also had fun things like remember when Shadowbringers was coming out and they had a Steam Collector's Edition, right? That you could order mm -hmm. from the website if you wanted all the physical goods, but you wanted a Steam copy of the expansion. Well, I had ordered the whole big physical box set. You see it back there. You see it back there. But I had originally ordered that from them because initially that was the first and only place you could get a pre-order and I wanted to make sure I got my collector set. Then they did a, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. It wasn't Shadowbringers. It was Final Fantasy VII Remake. They had the huge collector set with the Play Arts figure and everything. Um, and I pre-ordered that. Then they sent, and it was not coming out to whatever, March. They sent emails in December saying, hey, we're going to bill you guys now in the next 48 hours because we've run into problems in the past lately with cards not going through because they had expiration dates or whatever the week before the product came out, which is typically when they bill. And I was like, uh, yeah, I have three kids. I'm going to go ahead and cancel this order. I'm buying stuff for Christmas right now. I didn't bank on having whatever it was, $350 or $400 taken out of my account two weeks before Christmas whatever i'm out well i canceled my order and then th the first week of january find out apparently they then sent out emails to everybody saying okay enough people bitch we're not going to do that like i've just had nothing but hassles with the store i'm going to leave it too so wow i did not expect that i thought at least one of you was going to be like yeah it's an online portal i don't even really understand why we're talking about it sure love it but no all three of us were like fuck that place <laughs> Yeah, the, the only time I've bought stuff from there is like when that's the only like I think the last thing I bought was the uh, TCG like volume thing. The like annual, you can only get from yeah. The store. yeah. Well, they did the 2017 annual, and right now on pre-order because of COVID and stuff, and and not just COVID. I'm not sure why. There's a 2018 through 2020 annual, Adam. <laughs> hey, my the, name should, my name might be in there. Actually. They just lumped all oh. three years together. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I got a couple top it's crystal cups so my name could possibly be in there woot woot all right headed up after the show chat don't go anywhere we've got a streamer coming online giving you some uh gaming goodness tonight now you may remember we didn't do it last week because she uh had off for thanksgiving just like the rest of us but the previous week we had fade death streaming from some phasmophobia a uh, little bit different thing on the docket you guys apparently voted to have her clear out her Steam backlog. And Ooh. she's going to do exactly that today. Faye, are you there? I'm not seeing her come up oh, on the camera. Hey, there hello. she is. There we go. The she's awake. The hair. Whoop, the that's, the, cat. that's the wrong slide <laughs> there. Hold on. Stretch it open. I was like, where is she? <laughs> what are we streaming tonight Disappear. after the show here? Uh, tonight in Tales of the Backlog, episode one. <laughs> We have Kerbal Space Program. Good game. Which I'm I'm game. very excited for it. I really wanted to play it when it came out. I bought it on sale ages ago, and it's one of those things that has just kind of stuck in my mind. Yeah, I really need to go back and play that. So very cool. We'll do just that tonight. Chat, stick Ooh. around. We'll have about thirty seconds of dead time while we swap over the titles, and then you'll see Faye yeah. Death come online with some Kerbal Space Program. And we'll be back next week. A little longer show today. That normally happens with the live letter. Sorry about that. But uh, hopefully you didn't mind and you just stick around. We'll be back next week because I'm sure we'll have news. Until then, Kronos, where can everybody find you? 
Uh, yeah, same place as always. Uh, the Twitter. If you, I, I promise I like Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if, if you want to listen to me complain or stream or whatever, yeah, I usually post on Twitter there. So, Tarkoth. Find me on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, all at Tarkoth Gaming, and then Saturday and Sunday nights here at Ready Tech Radio. I am whoop I added the uh, I am Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there on Twitter at Magic Man One. But more importantly, follow Ready Check Radio at RC Radio so you get all the notifications for every live performance. You can come join us. Until then, stay safe, and we'll see you out on the servers. Later. <laughs> <laughs>